2: Uh, guys, I am so excited because this week I uh, found out how to set up a soundboard on our podcast. Oh, nice! And uh, <clears> throat> I throat> thought
0: that was actually a soundboard sound. It's so good. Me doing that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, hold Oops. on. See. Is that is that Windows? Yeah, the Windows
2: XP error. Um, and Dude, uh, how cool is Windows XP? So we're gonna be. Uh, so cool. We got this one here. <laughs> yeah, <I> open up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So uh, anyway, uh, I do know what you're saying. Oh wow, dude, that's a throwback. Uh, yeah, so uh, so I'm gonna be having fun with this while we uh, play around today. Um, but uh, in the meantime, uh, I would love to talk to you guys about uh, something that I thought was kind of interesting. There is a song on YouTube um, that is seven years old, and it's by a guy who has about 70 band names. And he has uh 70, 70, uh seventy-three albums and and uh and a bunch of band names.
1: What I don't understand.
2: Anyway, it's, a, it's <laughs> so it's it's a band, it's a band with a bunch of band names, all different names. Okay, tons of music. Always the same people, always a different band. Always name? A, always the guys, same guys, one dude. King this G- is, King this is, Gizzard? This is one of his songs.
0: Out of my bum. It don't look tasty to me, but flies say yum, yum, yum. When I'm constipated, the poop just won't come. My day isn't complete until I pooped at least some.
2: So this is from the Toilet Bowl Cleaners, uh, the white album with brown and yellow stains. (laughs) <laughs> and uh so here, here's a funny thing the reason why i brought this up is i was watching some cody co today and uh big fan and uh he was talking about how uh, all a kid has to do is go up to their Alexa and say alexa play the poop song and this place really uh, i
1: haven't uh i haven't i haven't watched cody co in months so I, i've been so watching
0: funny. him do uh, uh recaps of milf manor and it is Milf Manor at a show. It's really sad, yeah, dude, dude. And I've
2: been watching him do do uh, reaction videos to the button, and uh, it's amazing. What's the button? The button is a dating show where two people sit at a table, and the button talks to them. It's like an AI button that talks oh. to them. And if and and when the button goes red, if the person taps the button, the date's over. And so yeah. so they're like compete, and then you know <laughs> that like if the date's over, the person gets up another person in like the green room comes in and sits down they do it's like speed dating it's super cringe. super fun
1: i saw a really funny video on instagram about
2: yeah um so anyway uh uh that's all i had um about the poop song um i really just wanted to use it to play
0: it on the show oh wait like there's no legit there's no no that's it no relationship to like health Other than poop
2: poop I just, got Jer, I just, you, just got an upgrade, baby? How do you? Just an
0: upgrade, How do you explain to Kira your what job? I do for a living? Yeah, like when you're sitting around <laughs> in the middle of the day, like prepping for Feel Good Friday, oh, yeah. and you're just jamming. Man, to I the don't song. know. I, I mean, I don't know. Her <laughs> mom
2: texted me uh, uh, yesterday about how how she really loved the sh- the episode with Julia. So, yeah. I, I guess that gives me credit. <laughs> it does. I got her for mom sure. texting me being like, "Love the show."
1: I mean, the show really does traverse a spectrum. It like, does throughout the, f- the week.
0: I mean, the, it's a wide spectrum. So, like the thing that's different between like Maddie and I at home is like because I'm not doing the work to prepare Feel Good Friday. Yeah. She doesn't. That's hear what I'm doing, this, right? Yeah. Like she doesn't yeah. hear the poop song. I, I mean, honestly, but... the last <laughs> time
2: I tried to explain to Kira what my job was, um, I was like, "She was like, so what? Like, what do you do?" And I was like, "Well." Um, you know i i just like i prep these episodes and as i started talking this started playing uh, and i i really just you know I, I, <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, so here's uh, interesting news gonorrhea go 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 gonorrhea is
1: gone do they've is it i mean i guess it is cured already uh
2: no it's not and cured
1: it, from getting you're not cured from getting it though unfortunately
2: no. gonorrhea is Having an error, it's becoming unstoppable. Highly resistant cases found in the U.S. Oh, oh my no. God! Uh,
1: this is okay. I'll save it. But it, but I'll save it.
2: Yeah. So uh, so we chat ch- ch- GPT. This this is what we got. Gonorrhea is on the rise and becoming an unstoppable force. Highly resistant cases were found in Massachusetts. Uh, these cases were the first time that U.S. isolates the gonorrhea-causing Nisera gonorrhea causing bacterium Neisseria gonorrhoea. Gonorrhea. G O N O O R R H O E A E. Dude, you gonorrhea.
1: don't say... You don't, you don't say. <laughs>
0: gonorrhea. I think you just said a bunch of letters. How would that you pronounce? How would you pronounce this? This word here. Uh, gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's how you. That's the science spelt. No, no. There's gonorrhea. No, gonorrhea- no, it's the same gonorrhea. as it's the
2: same as gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Okay. Um, so they found it so in Nysira gonorrhea. Uh, which has shown complete resistance or reduced susceptibility to all drugs that are recommended for treatment. Uh, This is a major concern, as it means that if left untreated, it could lead to a more severe health issue uh, and even infertility. Fortunately, both cases were successfully cured with potent injections of the antibiotic ceftriaxone, uh, despite the bacterial isolates demonstrating reduced susceptibility to the drug. Ceftriaxone is currently the frontline recommended treatment for the sexually transmitted infection, but health officials have said that cases are warning, are warning. N-gonorrhea is becoming less responsive to a limited arsenal of antibiotics, they said, and this is not a trend for, uh, as for years, global surveillance data collected by the WHO, who? Have shown that gonorrhea mm. is becoming more and more resistant Yo. to our entire lineup of drugs, including the frontline drugs like ceftrexone. Have guys, you ever I, had,
1: have either of you guys had gonorrhea? I've never no, had an STI.
2: Yeah, me neither, actually. Neither have I. Wow. Guys, well done. We're statistically. Job, yeah. And I, like, yeah. I just went through my slut phase. Um, we're
1: like and statistically, and a uh, statistically an anomaly, yeah. uh, statistical anomaly. Yeah, um, um, we,
0: we probably have HPV. Probably yeah. yeah. I mean, isn't it two out of three people have HPV? Ooh, I, I mean, I think it's something um, higher than that. Uh, is N dot gonorrhea? Is that does that stand for a novel? No, gonorrhea. N, so that is the uh, that's the word I said earlier, which is neseria. Okay, gonorrhea. Okay, um, it's interesting though because like what what I took away from that is that basically novel gonorrhea virus. Well, no, no more than no.
2: forty two million Americans currently live with
0: HPV. Crazy. That's a lot. I wonder what percentage yeah, of that? sexually active Americans that's size. not two and three, but no, it's not. But I mean, like I, mean I guess you'd have to be that. sexually active to get it, wouldn't you? Right, but it depends how many sexually active sure. people. Yeah, I suppose you're um, right. that would be. Um, but it's interesting because, like, what I took away from that article is that basically gonorrhea is mutated to be stronger. And therefore, you have to give now a heroic dose of the drug. It yeah. used to be like, "Hey, you take this drug and it makes you better." But then now they had to like jack up that dosage, which is not good. Yeah, yeah, they right?
2: got The doses have to be like
0: surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and they, and they. Ain't. Um, uh,
2: this is a major concern as the number of cases of gonorrhea is high worldwide, and is on the rise in the U.S. In 2020, WHO estimated that there were eight, 82.4 million new cases of gonorrhea worldwide. In the U.S., there were nearly 700,000 cases in 2021, up more than 25% from 2017. According to preliminary estimates from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, in many people, gonorrhea has no symptoms. In others, it's so mild, it may be mistaken as a minor bladder infection or yeast infection. Over time, however, it can lead to pelvic inflammatory disease, severe pain, and fertility problems. That's a big, that's a big whoopsie. Uh, Health officials stress the need for screening and surveillance to treat infections early before they become severe and have had a chance to spread. For the two Massachusetts cases, health officials are now working on contact tracing. Without a clear link between the two cases, officials say it's unclear if the two cases are connected or if the highly drug-resistant strain is circulating in the community. In conclusion, it's important to be aware of the signs and symptoms of gonorrhea and to get tested if you suspect you have it. It's also important to practice safe sex and get tested regularly. If you are sexually active with the rise of antibiotic resistant gonorrhea, it's crucial that we take the necessary measures to control the spread of the disease to help develop new treatment uh, and, and to develop new treatments.
0: So you got to get tested.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and for guys out there for, for the, uh, for uh, people with penises out there, um, you no longer have to get the swab. You just have to pee in a cup. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's right. That's helpful. Yeah. Um, is that re- like is that recent? Recent? I mean, as recent as uh, like I started getting tested f- pretty regularly, like once a month, uh, in like around twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. and by the, at that point it was just peeing in a cup.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I haven't been tested for a while because I mean I just yeah. have the same partner, but it, it like is it is there any reason to test if you're. If you're sexually active with the same person for, you know, years? No. Like, there's, there's no reason. I mean, I, well, fuck, I don't know. I should, I should say this is not a medical podcast and
2: do not take what we say yeah, right. as medical advice. I don't but, know why I asked you fucking <coughs> but, guys. Um, <laughs> like, my dad's not getting tested, right? Like, my dad's had a, the same partner for a number of years. Um, I don't see why you would. Um, but you know what's crazy is, is Kira works at the Dow Clinic right now. Which is the university clinic here in, in Nova Scotia. And someone came in the other day and got tested and they got an STD and they had been a, with a long term partner and they suspected that they had something and they got tested and they, they had only been with that partner for like 10 years. Oh, so no. So they found out that their partner was cheating on them because they had an STD. Oh, yeah. That breaks my heart. And there was another guy that went in and he asked to get tested because his roommate said that she was very sexually active. And he was afraid that he could contract something from her because she was so loose. And he was afraid that he would catch it off the toilet seat. And Kira had to be like, that's not how that works. But if you would like to be tested, we can test you. Whoa, yeah.
0: uh, that's crazy. Isn't that so interesting? <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. The Dow Clinic, like, so it's fun to yeah. hear her work at the Dow Clinic. Lots I, and, of interesting shit. And the Noidal
2: re- Siths, you know what
0: those are? Uh, Yeah, because- She's packing those? Yeah, so Adam, Ooh. Adam, my yeah. friend Adam, ha- yeah, oh, wow. on his butt. We should uh, We should. He uh, said bleep he, out his name. He said, uh, he said he would come on the podcast and talk about it. He's actually uh, applied. Oh, really? Yeah, so I mean, we don't have to bleep his name out. Okay, all right. Bleep, beep. Yeah, it's bleep. Bleep. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, But I I did want to say, like, the reason why I brought up that question is because um, not to be like, I don't need to get tested, right? It's more so the question of, like, hey, is there any reason to get tested? Well, yeah, so for you, you would want
2: to get tested to make sure that Maddie's not cheating on you. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. Um, Um. Because girls are not to be trusted.
2: Um, (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. um, That's
0: that's a Derek comedy.
1: (laughs) Uh, guys i have uh, i have some uh, I'm, I'm trying to find the article here but but uh, new york times's search function is uh not the greatest um i wish it would be chronological and it's not um full story uh unfortunately i have some bummer news related no. to resistance oh no um uh drug drug resistance it's not necessarily resistance but um i read i read like half of an article earlier today which i cannot find now for some reason on the New York Times about, um, uh, like several different, um, several different like very well regarded research facilities in the UK and in the US that had found that um, uh, the Merck's COVID, the, the the Merck, um, did you read that as well?
0: I I did, yeah. What is
1: this? Sorry, yeah. Merck's COVID. Merck Merck is the drug is the pharmaceutical <clears throat> company. They make they make one of the um. They make one of like the treatment pills that you can take. Oh yeah, like Paxlovid is Pfizer's, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think it's called it's called like or something like that with Merck. Co- uh,
2: Co-ver- Covernity. <laughs> no, that's, it was that was Bloomberg even, that posted. It was
1: Bloomberg that posted that. So. Um, and uh, and that that uh, several that there was like a there was a I think three or four different research facilities that um, that had published research that showed that their drug and possibly also Paxlovid, which is from Pfizer was causing COVID to mutate, um, which is a bummer for um, COVID treatments, Yeah, Um, which the drug companies from what I read, and again, I don't want to go too far into this because I I didn't read the whole article and everything, so I don't know exactly what the details are. We'll chat TPT it later. We'll chat TPT it later, but they basically, the companies are denying that that's what's happening, but these independent research facilities are going, well, we're, we're seeing that that's happening. Yeah. I'll read you um, the
0: Instagram caption if you want.
1: Sure. Oh, maybe I saw it on Jerry News, actually. Merck's
0: COVID-19 oh, pill. Oh, you touch my tra-la-la. la <laughs> mm,
2: my ding-ding-dong. Go for a breath. Go for it, right. <laughs> Go for it I can't do it that.
0: The, the pill is giving rise to new mutations of the virus in some patients, mm. according to a study that underscores the risk of trying to intentionally alter the pathogen's genetic code. Some researchers worry the drug may create more contagious or health-threatening variations of COVID, which has killed more than 6.8 million people globally over the past three years. That's crazy. Mutations linked to the use of Merck's pill, Lagavrio, Lagavrio, have been identified in viral samples taken from dozens of patients.
1: Oh, you know what? It wasn't. And this is the same article because I, I wasn't Merck's drug. It was. It was man, 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 man,
0: According to the pre, to a preprint study from researchers in the U.S. and at Francis Crick Institute, yep, Imperial College right. London, and UK institutions, the drug-linked mutations of the virus haven't been shown to be more immune evasive or lethal yet, according to the study published Friday without peer review on the Medrovix uh, website. But their very existence highlights what some scientists say are potential risks in wider use of the drug, which was recently cleared in China. Tap the link in the bio for the full story.
1: <laughs> it's crazy It's because it's crazy like, I remember... I, I, There's something that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago. This is a, a kind of off topic, but um, like the the... I, and I guess this underscores like the, sh- the the underscores the importance of being prepared in advance for a pandemic, having like some type of like really, really solid strategy in place beforehand. Which is like you know like Bill Gates have been sounding the alarm about needing to have like really solid infrastructure for this thing that will inevitably happen.
0: At the same time, he was buying all the farmland in the United States, right? Yes, and investing
1: in. 5G
0: fuck it up fuck it up don't give a shit anymore fuck it up fuck it up put the table scraps we can't we can't even have a serious conversation we can't conversation even have a serious coming. conversation anymore this is this is the
1: de- <laughs> this is the death of uh, this is the death of 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 sincere conversation. On it the is podcast.
0: it yeah. is really funny that like it's on Wednesdays we talk to like professionals yeah. and then we go to this. I know. It's it's uh, fun. It's great.
2: There's a new male contraceptive that is reducing sperm counts by forty five percent in male
0: mice. Is that a? I mean, obviously that's the intended. No. I guess so. Okay. I, I mean,
2: so a new male contraceptive option that reduces sperm count by forty five percent in mice has been developed by scientists at the University of Minnesota. Oh yeah. Uh, The drug named EF4177 uh, is a non-hormonal option for men who are currently limited uh, to two forms of contraception, condoms, which can fail, and vasectomy, uh, a permanent form of sterilization. um, With 70% of men aged 18 to 44 in the U.S. expressing interest in new male contraception options, according to a 2019 survey by the Male Contraceptive Initiative, the development of a new contraceptive Say contraceptive one more time. Option is highly anticipated. EF4177 selectively targets a protein called sil- cyclin dependent kinase 2, CDK2, which is involved in sperm cell production and tumor development. Ooh. The researchers screened several thousand compo- uh, compounds to identify any that selectively target the binding site of CK- CDK2. Sounds like a radio station and selected EF177 for further optimization. After 28 days of exposure in mice, the compound was shown to significantly reduce the sperm count. Uh, So I think this is actually what they're trying to go for. Now, my guess is that you take the pill, it reduces your sperm count, but then if you stop taking the pill, it'll... Jack back up. Now, yeah, while, I mean, while, that would
0: be the hope, yeah. right?
2: While EF-477... If seven, it doesn't seven, do that, then it's going to not work. While it's in its early stage human clinical trials, the team at George Lab emphasized the importance of exploring other drug options <clears throat> to increase the chances of a successful male contraceptive reaching the market. In December 2022, the University of Minnesota was awarded a $6.5 million contract by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Development Human Development, Contraceptive Development Program. I have a question for you guys. Hold on. The Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development, Contraceptive Development Program. I wish I had the soundboard right now. To (laughs) develop reliable, reversible, affordable, and safe contraceptive drugs. Uh, The world is ready for a male contraceptive agent, and we are happy to help make this a reality by working with NICHD. Should have said called it that in the first place.
0: (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, okay, so hypothetically, you guys... Um, you are, you are in, um, university Mm -hmm. and you're having a one night stand Mm -hmm. and you are taking this male contraceptive pill and your partner has consensually told you that it's okay to finish inside of her. What percentage of effectiveness would that contraceptive pill have to have for you to be confident in, um, doing the climax action Same inside ninety nine
2: point nine percent. Whatever birth control or, 90, is, I is or condoms I mean, condoms actually condoms, if they don't break, are highly effective. So so But we're not using a condom in this no, I'm saying, no, no, so, no, no what I'm saying so saying is
0: how effective would the pill have to be as a, as effective wise? as a condom. Did it have to yeah, it no. would have to be ninety nine point nine for you to do that.
2: I think it's nine uh how effective it'd have to be 99% is, is a condom. I I, I think like a condom it is ninety. 98%. 98%? I think condoms are ninety eight percent. Ninety? Ninety-eight percent effective is are condoms. Okay, Dude, so what ton, percent 10% and,
1: is not small. Ten percent is not a small chance.
0: Ninety-eight percent. That's what I'm going with. Final answer. But you would so like if the pill was ninety-seven percent effective, you would still use a condom and you wouldn't do the 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 pill because you wouldn't feel as confident in that.
1: 97? That's a high. That's I'm gonna go ninety
0: eight
2: percent.
1: You're gonna say it's ninety eight percent for what? Sorry, Are you. Th- sorry, you. We're, is this, we're, well, not this is a pr- we're not playing? we not playing. Prices right?
0: No, it's not. I'm saying hypothetically. <laughs> you're gonna have I said a one 97, night. Here
1: goes ninety eight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm saying hypothetically one dollar. You're gonna have a one night stand. Ah! <laughs> wanted to do that he wanted to do that (laughs) so bad come on dude (laughs)
2: let's go 98% 98 98 let's go come on let's go 98% (laughs) oh my god
1: turn it off for god's sakes no don't get up and go don't walk down don't walk down (laughs) oh my god oh my god who is it Drew Carey? <laughs>
0: Thanks Bob, thank you Bob. It's really only Bob Barker. <laughs> I had to hit that other button to stop the other one. <laughs> All right. Um go ahead. Well, anyway. Go ahead. I would I'd probably if it, I mean if it was consensual and the partner was like really excited about it, I'd like 90% would <laughs> Wait, be hold good on.
1: It. The excitement of the other person <laughs> is influencing your decision over like a potential pregnancy No, I'm,
0: I'm just really trying to um reassure the audience, the listeners that like the part yeah it it's not just my decision. The other person is on on board. So like they're yeah. Bored 90%. Yeah. I'm okay with 90%. All right.
1: I don't know, dude. Um, I feel good. I feel good about those odds. I mean, they're good odds. <laughs> yeah. But they're not the stakes I just are high. Say,
0: I just want to say like, so I, um, I oftentimes take the coin toss for my soccer team at our men's rec league games yeah. <laughs> to determine who will get the first kick. I feel confident going into a coin toss that I'm going to win the coin toss for whatever reason, even though I know the odds are 50%. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, yeah. feel good about it.
2: I mean, you should feel,
0: you know what that is, Brian? That's Half. called, that's called the secret. Yeah, <laughs> that is right? called the secret. I'm manifesting, <laughs> manifest destiny. <laughs> um, you got your podcasts.
2: Here's some uh, here's some good news. Uh, this is also ChatGPT uh, manifestation. An <gasps> Arctic blast could kill could could kill lots of ticks in Nova Scotia. Uh, get ready for some tick tick. Oh, uh, some tick, tick, boom, headshot. A bone-chilling Arctic blast hitting Nova Scotia this weekend is about to wreak havoc on the Lyme disease-carrying tick population. Oh, that's great. Uh, but it doesn't start dancing in the... Sh- don't start dancing in the streets just yet. Okay. The blast won't kill all the ticks, just a lot of them. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, that's what we're going for, Are I the think. ticks still alive? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, actually, I, I took Donut to the vet. <coughs> How um, do you think
1: they are still here every summer? Well, no, no, no. I think no, they no, no. hibernate, dude. No, no,
2: no. It, so so I, took, I took Donut to the vet this summer. I... I never got Bigby tick treatment before, mm-hmm. and uh, this summer with Donut. At I mean the that vet, makes
1: sense because uh, yeah, because he's short short hair. With Donut, uh, sure, easier to find. Yeah, yeah. With 100%. Donut, you'd like you'd might never but find the, them.
2: But but yeah, and in the past too, I was also just never like afraid of ticks on my dog. Um, but with Donut, I found a tick on him, and I was like, oh, maybe I should do this. Wow! How did vet. you see it? Uh, um, just I, I felt it. I felt it. And then pulled it out. It was a big yeah, fat boy. I,
0: I've pulled oh, um, probably 30 ticks off of Rupert. So when I've I was at him. the
2: vet, uh, they had a sheet and it said um, ticks now. It gave it gave a calendar year, January to December. Yeah. And it showed all of the dates that ticks are have been found active in Nova Scotia. And uh, I think it was February was the only date, the only um, calendar month where, where they weren't active. And, and it's because of uh, global warming. Um, they, they, the temperatures come down enough that they are still out and active even, you know. But
1: it's days where it's days, it's any day where the temperature at any point during the day is four degrees or higher. Which,
2: I mean, here in Nova Scotia, this winter... Every
1: day. I mean, it's every Christ, day.
2: January was like, it's fucking crazy. I like think we've, had, we've only
1: had like four or five days below zero,
2: probably. Now, tomorrow we're going to hit negative 25 or something, yeah. which is crazy. Um, but, uh, and so they're saying that this Arctic blast could kill lots of them. Biologist Vet Lloyd from Mount Allison University, tick's lab, Tick Lab, uh, warns that the success of the tick massacre depends on the amount of snow cover. If the Arctic air mass swirling on Saturday finds Nova Scotia with very little snow, then all ticks that are out questing, that that's cover for sucking mammal blood at Ew. the tick lab, will be dead meat. Uh, most adult black leg ticks, are also known as deer ticks, are taking a snooze in the leaf litter, waiting for the spring to start. I told you their next blood sucking quest. Aren't deer ticks the ones that that carry a lot of the bad
0: lung? bad? Bad boys. But without
2: snow to provide insulation, they're easier targets for Mother Nature's freezer. So fuck snow yeah. actually protects them. Do we, do we like, okay, so
0: just out of curiosity. And just do to we, say,
2: small juveniles are a bit more resilient. They can survive into the
0: low minus 20s. So do we, Ooh. Do that's crazy. Do yeah. we, do we like, like ticks? Like, do we, f- do we feel like, we don't, we don't like ticks. I mean, I mean that, like, do we feel <laughs> bad for them that it's like, they're all going to die from the freezing cold no. or are we like, fuck those guys?
1: I think ticks. As far as I understand, if anybody wants to, yeah, fucking ticks. Time's running out. That's a no, Ticks. If, are any, those if are anybody tics. wants to, those are If anybody wants to fill me in on how they could be, they they are useful or necessary because I feel like there's, they're feel probably like,
0: necessary. I feel like there's
1: got to be some reason for them, but as far as I know, they're just a net negative. Yeah, like I, mosquitoes. Mosquitoes don't mm-hmm. have a. I don't think mosquitoes have have. I think I think if mosquitoes, well, mosquitoes like mosquitoes aren't great, if you. Snap your fingers and every mosquito on the no, planet no, goes no, away. No, I think no, we, no, I think that about this. might
2: not matter. We know we talked about this. Is there um, a radio if lab you, episode? Yeah, yeah. On this? <coughs> if you eliminate
1: mosquitoes, I mean, I think mostly everything has some purpose, but
2: they, if you eliminate mosquitoes, uh, without mosquitoes, thousands of plant species would lose group of a group of pollinators. Adults depending uh, depended on nectar for energy. Oh,
0: I didn't know they um, pollinate.
2: Yeah, so I mean, it's yeah, so like we kind of need them.
0: Yeah, I mean, do we really need them though? Like, no. like, ticks are. I don't, I don't need them. So I know you guys are, I think that you guys are both um, good human beings, like the type of person that like sees a bug inside and like. I take it outside. Yeah. And like, I go, a, and I go, right? hey. I don't, I go, fuck this thing.
1: Smack. I put it out <laughs> into the atmosphere, the harsh atmosphere, uh, the harsh winter atmosphere, and I let it die a slow death.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Because I just I
1: be, but because I feel so bad about doing it myself. Right.
2: So I go. I don't want to kill
1: you. I don't want to kill you.
0: Yeah, you you wouldn't put something out of its misery because then what? then you would feel bad.
1: Is that I, a bug? I did have a really hard time when <laughs> there was that mouse. What? Is uh, is there a was book? that when there was that mouse on the on the uh, oh, on the pavement. No, it was let's like, not talk about that. It was. The little guy was. I put him out of his misery. The little guy was. Um, he was, was. He was. He was like. I, I thought was he was really dead, like, we should and then realized that anymore. he wasn't. And then Jer. I ran him over. And Jer car. got back into his car and ran over his
2: head. and, I mean, it, I mean, and, it, and it crunched. It did, but it was like it was. <clears throat> I mean, I felt you, the crunch under the tire. I,
1: I felt very grateful for you because it yeah. was, that was the right. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. And I felt very. It made me feel very uneasy. Yeah. And I questioned whether I could have done
2: that. And I've got a bud. And I've got a bud that was driving on the 111. Made me feel sad. And he pulled over because there was a bunch of cars pulled over and there's a deer on the road. And people were freaking out. This deer was hit. I remember you and told so me this. So gets out of his truck and he walks over and he. Oh, yes. I have and heard this story. he just slid its throat with a knife that he had in his truck and then oh. t- took the deer and put it in the back of his truck. And the guy was like, What the fuck are you doing? And he was like, I'm taking it. I'm taking it home to eat. And everyone was like, "Oh!" And they were all like, "Oh, fucking what the fuck!" Like the deer was like, you know, its legs were broken. It was all fucked up, and my bud was just like, "Oh, fuck, man! I gotta put the same as measure." Just and get, also,
1: don't let it just fucking. I mean, yeah, I mean, don't I mean, let it just. Well, he's not gonna go to waste. I mean, something, something else, other st- other stuff is gonna come along. And, and one of the saddest
0: things it. I've ever seen on the internet is like uh, the <laughs> raccoons crossing the street, and then one gets hit, and then the other raccoons like. Standing there like yeah. buddy. Yeah, I love I'm you. so sad. So how cold <laughs> is it going to
2: get? Well, weather specialist Alison Alistair Alders. A hey, hey, hey. Alistair Alders. <laughs> I was on a I, I was on a call with Alistair from, Alders uh, from, today from, <laughs> from Saltwire. He says uh, <laughs> he says it's gonna be very cold. Temperatures are gonna be ex- uh, expected to hit minus twenty two. Alistair's a really nice guy to minus twenty-eight across the entire province, with some areas reaching minus thirty or colder in higher elevations, such as Cape Breton, Highlands, or Wentworth Valley. With wind speeds expected to reach 30 to 60 K and faster gusts, the cold won't just kill ticks, but also freeze people's faces off. Uh, it's all due to a deep, low, Wait, frigid what? Arctic air over Hudson Bay that's being pushed by a high pressure system in the west over the Atlantic Canadian region. When asked if she wants the cold to kill a lot of ticks, Lloyd simply said, Yeah. Uh, but she's not worried about wiping out decades of her research as their eggs are buried deep in the soil and can survive temperatures up to minus 30. Ew. So even with a deep chill, the tick population will still be ticking for her gain of, research, gain of function research. Uh, in the end, ticks are here to stay and the best we can do is learn to live with them. That means that uh, tick checks every time you come inside, even in the winter, and year-round flea tick treatment for pets. Uh, so if you're brave enough to venture outside this weekend, remember to layer up and don't forget the tick spray. Oh my god! <laughs> you know it's, you know, it's really, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know it's yeah, really, that is really funny. Imagine, That's as funny as you think. Like when it when it says
0: when it says, "Don't forget to check yourself for ticks when you come inside." Like if you were to actually do all of the things that would be good for you to do at all points of the day, wouldn't it be an overwhelming amount of things to do? Like oh check for ticks, yeah. put on sunscreen. Do this thing, dude. Even do when I do, even when I do all
1: the things that are absolutely necessary, yeah. it's an overwhelming amount of things to do. Right? <laughs> right? Um, I feel that way all the time, dude. That's burnout. Are you guys ready?
2: Are you guys ready for some tw- 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 twin content? I will say, I will Never tw-
1: forget. Kind of. taking take me to the vet in Morocco Ooh. before we took him home, and that poor fucker had. He probably had. He probably
0: had. 50 ticks on him. And for people who don't know who Tigme is, uh, he's your cousin and uh Yeah, was, yeah. before I yeah. found
1: Tigme in Morocco. Um Are you guys yeah. ready for
2: some twin content? <laughs> uh always. Here's our yeah. twin sound.
0: This is my twin sister. Her name is Fukyu. Fukyu. me. <laughs> I Dude. didn't know what that was going to be. Did you when set up it? this soundboard beforehand? <laughs> no,
2: I'm
1: just, like, just search, pre-programmed. I'm just searching. Uh, key when yeah. was the last time you saw Austin
2: Powers?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one. It's been a while.
2: <laughs> that one's just called Hodge Twins Deep Inside. Here's another one. <laughs> wow. Hey, let's get serious on this. We should
0: yeah, never funny. use this soundboard again. <laughs> Dude, this um, is
2: like making a prank phone call. All of this is tw- Justin advice. Tw- Do have it on. Do you want to do? <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, this video right here. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Um, oops, Ronnie and Donnie uh,
1: Gellion have never been apart, not even for a second. <coughs> Crazy as this? They're one body. Oh my god, wow, very much two human beings locked wow. together face to face. Even the simplest tasks are a challenge.
2: People Donnie, can't see this. Donnie, these the these two are twins are attached by the belly.
0: And also the, the
2: and the groin. Well, Ronnie is very, very, happy-go-lucky. They both have the, a, a total Donnie of four legs. Just
0: as serious and hardcore as. Go to YouTube and watch it. They're, they're total opposites. They're one person in one body, but they're they're total opposites on
2: that.
1: Internally, they each have their own vital organs, but their anatomy is joined in the urinary and lower digestive tracts,
2: where their large intestine comes down into their rectum. It joins together into a single rectum. And then their bladder, they have kind of two separate bl- bladders right next to each other, then come out into a uh, single opening as it exits. Wow.
0: Whoa. Crazy, right? Oh. So these guys, so how do you think these wild. guys? shit? shit. Uh, well, out of one butthole. Uh, but, like, the thing that would be no, annoying I is, think like. they've got two buttholes. No, so he said, it said one butthole on this. And, uh, like. Uh, poop, 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 it falls out of my bum. It don't look. To me, but flies say yum yum yum. Oh. When I'm the food just oh won't my come. My day isn't complete. <laughs> you know Dude, mean- are you are
1: you incapable of stopping that earlier? <laughs> like do you have to? Is it like mandatory that? oh
2: fuck. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> um, you know it's uh, you know
0: it is interesting. They do pump poop out of one uh, butthole, but what if one twin eats a bunch of food and the other one doesn't like, and then- like
2: what if they did an episode of hot ones?
0: Yeah. Right. But only one person, only one of them was on Hot Ones. Yeah. And then That's the impossible. other one had Well, they would to, both be on Hot Ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they both. <laughs> what if the other one had a black drape over yeah, him? Yeah, they're both on so the show. So, but, so it was just yeah. one guy, like yeah. one of them was on it eating I mean, the wings. The,
2: the thing, Like, I just can't. It, what's super wild is when you watch that. And again, I, I implore you to go to the, the YouTube to watch that video. But like watching them move around is wild. It's it's like a giant spider, like the two dudes walking with four legs. They have to walk sideways like a crab. They like getting out of the pool. It was, I mean, that was an incredible video of them getting out of the pool. They looked so uncoordinated, but like you obviously they they've been on this planet for. I mean, fuck, these two guys were what they were like, probably they in their, like, like in their late 40s. They looked like they were quite older, like older dudes, yeah. right?
0: Fucking crazy to think that like, they're going around the world that way. That they can like that <coughs> that they are able to live that yeah. long. Yeah, I mean crazy. I I'm, I'm assuming there's lots of complications yeah. in terms of oh, dude, yeah. like corrective surgeries and things like <laughs> yeah. that. But. but I guess
1: like when they're not when they have when it, when they ha- it seems like although it looks like they are very much joined it seemed like from what they told us that they're internally they're not joined that much. Yeah, like, it's kind of like skin and like a m- minor the like dicks, a, like the, the dicks right, and butts. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah. It's kind of like so. So yeah, I guess there's a, lot in, there's a lot in there. No, I know, but yeah. they're saying that basically they've got all that separate, except yeah. for like a piece of the their tract. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's like their pee holes and their buttholes are like are holes. I would say they probably have one pee hole. They do have one pee hole. Yeah, yeah. that's what it said. Like You're so one confident exit. after watching such. I mean, yeah. I, I, Dude, don't dis- I don't if disagree with you. I just paid attention. Yeah, he saw it.
1: I paid attention. Um, I pay attention. <laughs> well, if you pay
2: attention, uh, then maybe you would enjoy this audiobook.
0: A man playing a tuba with another man inside. A man with a broken bass drum. A man <laughs> dropping his trumpet. A woman in a yellow tank top. A woman in a green collared shirt. Waldo.
2: A man in a white collared shirt. A woman in a red shirt. and. <laughs> that is the uh, Waldo audiobook. <laughs> Dude. So, does the narrator <laughs> give it away?
0: Yeah, <laughs> he said Waldo. That's Waldo. Such bullshit.
2: A man with a red trumpet.
0: <laughs> how annoying! How annoying I would it be to kid. actually narrate that? Oh, dude, the worst! Like just like having someone, to, had, someone uh, had to have written it out for him, right? For sure, but yeah, somebody yeah. would have had to wrote that down, decided what, how to describe, and Waldo's each big person. dude. Like
2: some Waldo's are huge. Like, Do you mean you like the, the books? Like, no, no, no. The scene I mean, like, is the huge like the scene is massive. Like there's yeah. so S- many people in a
1: Waldo picture. I mean, yeah, they're intentionally confusing.
0: Man, what is it? What is that feeling that you get inside when you think of like looking at a Waldo book or looking at like an I Spy? Nostalgia. I get fun. It, nostalgia. It's, I mean, it is nostalgia. It, it is nostalgia inducing. But like, but like, I feel like there's something. Highlights? Was that? Was I, that one? I, I I don't like. I It's nostalgic to think. About it, think back about it. But even like looking at it and that excitement of like yeah. trying to find the thing, dude. What the, is that? The I Spy it's, books.
2: Like, can you imagine being the photographer for
1: that? Guys, do you guys know so how? Cool.
2: Do you guys know how? How
1: universal, at least in North America, Scholastic book fairs were. Oh my god, dude, it's crazy. They right? were
2: universal. I've never bought so many erasers in my life.
1: Like, dude, the, the, like you see some like U.S. based like nostalgia memes about school, yeah. and yeah. you're like, oh fuck, I had that too.
2: Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense.
0: It's like our Zuka memes. Do you you think there's still, do you guys think there's still scholastic book fairs? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Are there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hudson just went to one the other day. Oh,
2: really? Uh, I want to go. Here's a a fun thing. Check this out. Uh, Tattoos that have been um, put over scars to make the scars cooler. Oh, so you so you've cool. got to scar cover-up tattoos. Uh, Some of these were incredible. If, if you're not watching, or if you're not watching and you're just listening, we're looking at a. T- uh, it, it looks like um, like a, a big old chunk of a heel taken out, um, and this person has a turtle tattooed over the, the scar of the heel. Um, the sh- the scar looks like a
0: turtle shell, and the tattoo amazing. is a turtle.
2: If you look at this one; it's a spool and thread of needle that wraps around just like a, a scar. It looks really cool. I, does, I really it, like it. This lo- one. it yeah.
1: it's, it's actually, it's that it, it's that it is showing yeah. the yeah, scar, right. yeah, the, 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 the yeah, cut yeah. back
2: together. Right, yeah. Uh, this one's <clears throat> one of the best. Uh, you have Darth Vader over a scar that looks that makes the scar look like his red lightsaber. That's really cool. This one's fucking wild. Whoa. Uh, it looks like a open heart surgery uh, uh, scar. So down the sternum of, of the gentleman and uh, you have a scalpel. With a set of gl- in gloves, with another set of gloves holding the other side of the chest. So it looks like a doctor's slicing open his chest. Uh, this one here, you have a scar on the back of the neck, which uh, has like the classic kind of like scarring of, of like you can see the lines that go up. And it's a zipper on the bottom. So it looks like they've zipped up their neck. Uh, this one's your, you know, your like classic. Uh, we talked, talked to Karen, who does breast uh, tattoos. Mm-hmm. A very beautiful floral pattern. This one's one of my favorites. That's this really guy cool. lost his arm, yeah, amputated from the shoulder down, and he just has a nub uh, coming out of his shoulder. And it's a dolphin. the 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 beak of the dolphin is the nub. That's and it's, really cool. It's
1: like it's like the shape of his shoulder and the that's shape of hurt, the nub dude. is Fuck, that tattoos got like hurt. perfectly it' it's so it looks so much like a dolphin it's funny face. because like if you didn't have the dolphin there you probably I mean the average person's probably not Wouldn't gonna look not that. gonna look and go oh that looks yeah. like a dolphin but then as soon as you start to yeah. as soon as you put the eye there it's like holy fuck yeah. that's that's all it is you yeah. know it just looks exactly this like this one here like is that.
2: like a oh, uh, open heart surgery tattoo of a uh, like a, a beautiful rose <clears throat> it's really nice uh you have like a skin burn and they turn it into a beautiful floral piece and this one's cool it's like a crazy gut <clears throat> gut. Um, scar, and they put an angel, and the giant like divot that the scar created is a is like a a, a vase, a pot pouring water. Wow, yeah, I am cool. having trouble
1: seeing that, I see
2: that now, <laughs> if you yeah. look
0: at it if you look at it closer, it's a lot easier to see. That's very cool cool stuff eh? and, Guys, and ha- it's surprising um it surprised me how well those tattoos um not only like cover up or highlight or emphasize depending on whatever the point was. The the scars, but like how cool it can make them look.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry, these
2: are all they, they just randomly say tattoo. I don't know what they are. Yeah, we uh... <laughs> just, you're just playing you're just playing sounds for pictures. Uh sea spiders can regrow their anuses, scientists discover This is for what the hell?
0: Sea spiders
2: uh, have taken the scientific community by surprise with their incredible ability to regenerate their rear ends. Who knew sea spiders had such skill? Uh, they've been keeping this pretty tr- petty party trick under wraps for far too long.
0: Why do they need to regrow their anuses so much? Well,
2: Dude, uh, well humans could uh, could do well with learning
1: that. We trick. could, yeah. Sea spiders. A, if you had a ost- uh, coostomy. Yep. Yeah, right. Totally to grow your butthole.
0: But like it sounds like this species is doing something funky with their butts a lot so that they have evolved <laughs> to have that trait. So right. they,
2: they belong. Sea spiders belong to the species Pycognum <laughs> Littoral, uh, which were the subjects of a recent study by a team of scientists. And it was previously thought that sea spiders were not capable of regrowing body parts as it had <laughs> never been observed. But sea spiders belong to the. Pynacoga class, which are a group of around 1,300 marine arthropods with eight legs, making them distinctly related to their, sorry, distantly related to their terrestrial spider cousins. In the study, scientists amputated various parts of the sea spider's lower bodies (laughs) including hind limbs, parts of the gut, re- reproductive organs and even their anuses. That's what
1: I do before Can you I release imagine? them. Before I release job? them, <laughs> when I find them in my house before I release them out
0: into the harsh winter environment. You're just taking like, it off its legs. Yeah, you know, it's so funny. Is like the way that this is like reported sounds like very professional, <laughs> but like you could also imagine a, a researcher just pulling legs this off was, spiders going Yeah. <laughs> this was chat-G-B-T'd. This is my thing.
2: Um uh, being a sea spider, just g- going about your day, then suddenly losing your butt. How about that? Well, the <laughs> sea spiders were up for the challenge. The adult sea spiders were unable to regenerate the lost parts uh, and most perished, but the juveniles took the challenge head on and regrew the missing parts in full. The results of the study were published in the journal evolution and have caused quite a stir in the scientific community. The researchers are now eager to find out what triggers the regeneration in sea spiders and how it compares to other arthropods regenerative abilities it could be related to stem cells or undifferentiated cells that can change into other types of cells but the more research is needed more research is needed to confirm this discovery is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to sea creatures and the regenerative abilities in 2021 uh photosynthetic sea slugs we'll say that five times fast <laughs> photosynthetic sea slugs Brad, i feel like
0: you'd struggle with that one Photosynthetic sea slugs. Photosynthetic sea slugs. Photosynthetic sea slugs. Photosynthetic (laughs) sea slugs. Photosynthetic sea slugs. slugs. That's okay. They were found to be able to deliberately
2: chop off their own heads and regrow a new body uh,
0: from the severed heads. Dude, what the fuck is happening in the ocean? You know, um, I I don't know if you guys... (laughs) guys, (laughs) they, they, They were seen to chop their fucking heads
2: off. And then grow the grow their body at body like fucking neck down. It's How much a harsh is that environment. Nightmare fuel. It is. It's a harsh
1: environment. They had to adopt. Dude, ado- it is.
2: That's alien, dude. That's right? alien.
1: Well, do you guys? I know that you said that you had started or or listened to a good chunk of it, but the oh, episode, cool the episode with uh, David Kipping on um, Lex Friedman's podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, David Kipping, uh, I have I've heavily, heavily suggest you go check out cool worlds on YouTube. It's so fucking cool, cool. dude. Um, so David Kipping does like these really great narrations of these, like these, like, what if this happened? And it's all like, s- like space oriented, yeah. um, like uh, alien civilization oriented, um, like Dawn of like um, origins of our planet, and our solar system. If that- you want some good <clears throat> vocal porn, yeah, he's Put got his, a, he's got a great voice. He's, yeah, he's kind of, a uh, when he, he speaks, he's a like um, he's an yeah, he exoplanet uh, astro uh, astronomer uh, or astrophysicist at um, Columbia University. Anyway, super super interesting. They talk a ton about um, um they talk a, he 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 gave this like formula that there's a that there's a mathematical formula that you could use to extrapolate like how many more generations there's going to be of humans like hy- hypothetically based on how many how many humans have been alive now? You Are can talk
2: about the video where he talks about what happens. It, what happens no, one billion years from now? No, I this is imagine, this is
1: a piece of the conversation with Lex. Imagine Lex humans yeah. and uh, one billion years from r- he, right now. He 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 basically talks about there's there's this formula that you could do. So he 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 essentially goes, you know that that the formula says there's going to be, according to this formula, you can expect, you can reasonably expect that there will be two hundred more generations of humans which is which doesn't sound like that much but it's like with the expectation that every a human's going forward will have a roughly 100 year lifespan and that will probably get longer and longer yeah. that actually extends out like very very far into the future like like more than a million years mm. um barring de- self destruction um and the conversation around like what we will what we will achieve I think it's actually what we will achieve in that Oh, on over that time horizon, given what we know now, like when you start to think about, oh, we found out that these that these sea monkeys are regenerating their buttholes and like there's <laughs> these things that can that can regenerate their whole body from the neck down. It's like if you extrapolate out like a thousand years from
0: now, like the weird shit that humans will be able it's to like,
1: do. Yeah, like like they they that you'll just you know, you'll get in a pod in the morning, and like
0: all your cancer cells will,
1: like any cancer cell in your body, will be destroyed, and you know like what? everything, you'll just you'll just get like a daily. So this is perfection like. update. this is what he perfection update for like. life.
2: The Imminstar star
1: was. But it was a lean system. The paucity of metals in the cosmos meant that giant planets I Turn that off. I'm getting a boner, formed.
0: dude. Oh, no, <laughs> fuck dude. Fuck me, dude. You know what's interesting, imagine, though? Imagine a world. <laughs> is You're is so that so far like the the, the technological innovations are are really <laughs> interesting to think about? One one thought I had when I was watching a recent Cool Worlds video. Um, it's, it sounds really funny to say Cool, cool Worlds. Worlds video, um, but. Uh, but I was thinking about this because he was talking about evolution and like how like every thirty thousand years or whatever there's there seems to be like a a visible like a significant sort of shift shift. In, I think that's in like that's like
1: the timeline for that's a basic timeline for like a like a major like a significant change shift. to happen shift.
0: And um, and I was thinking about this because until um, or the fact that our civilization is so concerned about what we look like and like how the media sort of um, dictates what is, what is attractive. I wonder if that will slow our evolution because we are sort of perpetually putting out the same idea of what's um, attractive. It's like, if you look back, you know, a hundred or 200 or 500 years, the idea of, of what was attractive was different. But now that the media is so like media exists on our phones and online and TV, and there's this like more global idea of like what beauty is attractive in beauty. Yeah. beauty standards. Dude, I mean, do it, you think Neanderthals
2: looked at each other and were like, "Ugh, ugh. Wait, but, wait, but <laughs> the <laughs> way your eyebrows cover, like, come out, oh, like the way your eyes are so sunken in and how fat your nose is"? <laughs> I'm just so, ho- so horny. But point.
0: the the point that I was making is, and to be more clear about it, is is that. Evolution basically comes from a group of, of a group of that animal thinking that a certain trait is beneficial to have yeah. and then fucking that person right. and recreating that trait. So if the idea of what we think is attractive is just always um, is perpetuated and, not, and changes less slowly, because of the media's sort of like consistent narrative, of do, you what beauty we'll ever, standards do you think we'll ever do you think we'll ever look? Does like, it slow evolution? Yeah. Do
2: you think we'll ever look? You know, the aliens or do you Mars, think it's the opposite? Like the Mars attacks aliens? You I'm know, like
1: a hard the, time like, wrapping
0: my head around like, exactly what you're trying to get at. Because because there's never been a point in time where there's been a global shared idea of beauty standards. So now that there's a global shared idea of beauty standards, do you think that that changes more quickly because of communication, and therefore we think things are attractive therefore we fuck different things and then we repopulate and evolve more or do we just stick to the same set of beauty yeah. standards and then not evolve? I mean I think it's
2: probably I, mean, I don't know how much beauty standards really <laughs> so, play into evolution but like yeah. like when you
0: think about the Mars attacks
2: alien you know how like it's it's the like head in the jar with the brain on the top mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Those guys I'll I'll give you an example I will give you a good example that that I think makes this point a little bit more clear So let's say that uh, a thousand years ago, there's a person with six fingers, which Mm -hmm. is a com, uh, which is not an uncommon Mm -hmm. um, trait to, for to be a random. I don't know whatever you you know what I'm saying. Like a mid-term thing. No, no, it's just just that
1: it's not. It's not. It's not common but it's not like it never happens.
0: so someone's born with six fingers and let's say in their community or like group of people that they're living amongst people are like holy fuck that's amazing six fingers holy shit and then there's another person with six fingers that are born and then these people are like revered by their community like the hot dog like the hot
1: dog finger species
0: and everything everywhere all at once (laughs) right exactly yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. so so those two mate and then they make another six-fingered person and then that six-fingered person becomes desirable then that more of that six-fingered person is made but According to Beauty Standards Now, which are now more um, Uh, globally uh, shared, the six-fingered person is likely going to be seen as not the standard norm and then not fucked and then not more six-fingered people made. Do you think that our global shared idea of what is beautiful prevents evolution in the long term or do you think it creates a way to expedite evolution I think it's hard
1: I think I think it's hard to say because up until now up until very recently probably up until the last like
0: 100, 50, 100, 100 years, years
1: or so evolution has almost probably always taken on a mostly <laughs> like f- physical or physical or like intelligence oriented uh, track and not and not and not necessarily psychological you know what I'm saying? Totally, I know yeah. that intelligence is psychological, but intelligence is more like intelligence in terms of like the way that you navigate the physical world with your intelligence versus like a way that you think. Um, whereas I, I and I feel like beauty standard up until now it's been very physical, but now our 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 brains are getting bigger and our bodies are getting smaller, even just in the last hundred years because we are less physically reliant on survival, like physically mm-hmm. to physically survive. And so maybe, I think you could, I think you could posit that we are, we could be at a tipping point in human evolution potentially over the next hundreds or thousands of years that we will now take this direction where it'll be less physical changes, less, less physically driven evolution and more psychological driven evolution, which I think then would, would go to your point. But if it continues to be what it's been in the past, I don't think that would play into it very much.
0: Right. Mm. I tend to agree with that too. I, I I definitely think it will lean towards intelligence probably over muscle.
1: Man, isn't it crazy to think about what, what, what we might look like in 20,000 years? Yeah,
0: we'll look like the grays. Or, and this is <laughs> something
1: else that uh, that I think David uh, David Kipping said in a video, which was like, well we have been like, think about the, like think about humans killed off Neanderthals. So like,
0: and fuck some of them.
1: And and, yeah, exactly. And it was like something like 2% of Europeans have Neanderthal DNA, which is like, which means that it's not nothing. Like some people, some people people have
0: Neanderthal DNA. But it's not, but it's not that, (laughs) but it's not that, but it's not that much. And like,
1: think about like, what is the, what is the species that could, that could, or, or are we too dominant in the world for another species to come and compete us? Well, with did you see sulfen- that video? Did
2: you see that video of the evolution of humans that was produced by AI?
1: I saw the photo. Fo- I saw the like art, like yeah. the fast-forward art. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's
2: it, dude. We're just gonna become robots. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and at that point,
1: that's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>
2: All right, that folks. So hope you enjoyed that. Uh, that's it for this week. Um, and, uh, if you want to, if you want to chime in, if you want to be a part of the episode discussion, if you want to add to this podcast and be a producer, uh, go to our discord, uh, our discord, uh, link is in the show notes of every episode. So you can click that link and come on over and have a chat. And if you want to support the podcast further, leave a rating and a review on Apple podcasts. And <clears throat> if you listen on Spotify, leave a review on the Spotify mobile app. And if you
1: would like to file a complaint against the soundboard that was used today, um, you can do that over on our. Uh, our don't you shut me down. <laughs> you can do that over on our Instagram uh, at Sick Boy Podcast. DM us. Slippity, slippity slide right in there. And if you want to be a guest on the show, go to com And uh, there's a button there. It's super fucking obvious. Button. If you can't see it, then. <laughs>
0: I don't know what to tell you. Do we? Press do we? Button. Do we say anything about uh, about Discord? Sure did. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. I wasn't really listening um, <laughs> because of the soundboard. You were. Yeah. He, it turned you That's off. Right. That's Diabetes. right. Diabetes. <laughs> a uh, huge thank you to uh, Jeff Lonis, our manager, <laughs> and to Rich O'Coin for the theme music on this episode. Uh, Rich oh, was just fucking hey. nominated for a Juno, Yo,
2: and he dropped a new track today, and it's a fucking. It is a fucking banger. Yeah, let's play out to this. Uh, let's play out this week's episode to uh, Rich's new track. Um, it is. I mean, you want to talk about some like fucking futuristic, um, futuristic jams produced by AI? This is the shit right here. I love Rich. Wait, it did wasn't. Re-
1: did he use it, AI? No, he used a, he used no, an old no, school he synth. He didn't.
2: He. Didn't, yeah. he uh, but it's. I mean, this is like this is what you imagine AI music yeah. sounds like. Yeah. That's too. it for this week I'm Brian I'm Taylor And I'm Jerry, And this is Sick Boy
0: This should be the new theme song <laughs>